welcome back to the Mother's Village podcast. My name is Sarah Waller and a very happy new year to you. We are now in 2024 and this is the first solo episode I've done since the new year has arrived. So I hope that you enjoyed your festive season. I hope the new year is going well for you. And I just hope that you are doing well in general. Um, Today's episode is going to be a short one, but I think it's quite a purposeful episode and probably quite fitting for the time of year that we are in as well, because I'm going to be talking about healing, specifically postpartum healing, but also about how the words that we use during this time of healing can really make an impact into how we progress. And this is something that cropped up in my life this week, actually, because The new year has arrived and it can be quite a nice time to reflect on where you are at. I certainly find that is the case in my life. And I've realised that I have been using certain language that hasn't been serving me. And I've almost created an identity since having my baby that's been holding me back. And I thought I'd share that with you because I have been doing it quite unconsciously until I've recently realised it. And I can see how it could actually be a, um, you know, something that could impact many of us, especially if our healing journey has seemed quite hard or quite a long process or basically something that that you've not really expected to be. Because when we have had a baby, I mean, I personally had some expectations of how my healing journey would go. If you want to listen to my birth story, I think it's episode five um so go back and listen to that so i'm not going to go over that today but i had an expectation about how quick i would likely heal and this was actually based upon other people that i had seen on social media (laughs) which is not the best place to be looking at when you are you know trying to focus on your own journey um in my world before having a baby i was very fit and I took care of my body I felt very strong throughout my pregnancy and I did all the things as I've described in the previous episode to try and help support the birth of my baby but also the recovery of my baby as well but it felt like all that work kind of didn't help because my recovery has been quite what I would describe slow I know in in some other people's worlds it might not be slow because we're all on a different journey and time frames are different. But that's how it felt to me. It felt quite slow. And I honestly thought that I would be throwing kettlebells around, maybe the light kettlebells, but either way, doing some form of exercise that would be quite vigorous. After I had like a three months mark in my head, I know they talk about six weeks, but realistically I knew that probably wasn't going to be the case. So in my head, I was thinking three months, I would surely be back at the gym, getting back to my usual routine and starting to feel myself again. Well, the reality didn't quite match up to my expectation and and it's probably made my journey harder than it needed to be. But if you are in the early days of postpartum, so if you've recently had a baby and you are trying to navigate where your body is at and you are wondering why is it taking so long, then I'm saying this to reassure you that it does take time, but also that your body is very clever. Your body does heal, but it just needs the right tools and the right input to allow it to do so. 
And I have certainly reflected on my healing journey and realised that I think I pushed myself too much too soon. And it probably about week six or seven when I actually started to feel better, probably because my hormones were starting to settle and I was getting to grips with being a new mum. But around week six and seven, I really started to push my walking. And actually, on reflection, I think it's it's created um, or exacerbated an issue that has come up for me in my healing journey. And I'll share a little bit um, about that now with you because it might be um, relatable to you and help you if you are currently healing, whether it's from post-birth, it could be from an injury, it could be mentally healing as well to try and get back into some form of rhythm of your life. So the things that I found difficult with regards to the healing journey is because I had an episiotomy, which I know is a very common procedure for many women during their birth, but I found that really difficult because it's extremely uncomfortable and it impacts everything that you do when you're moving, when you're sitting, when you're lifting your baby. And in the early weeks, I was very, I was struggling to walk. Um, I was, wasn't really able to get outside at all. And it took, I would say months, probably up to, well, eight weeks to eight to 10 weeks until I was actually able to go any distance. And when I talk any distance, I'm literally meaning maybe a 10, 15 minute walk. I actually thought I would never walk comfortably again. I thought I'd never wake up and stand out of bed without feeling my perineum area and feeling the discomfort that I was experiencing. I honestly thought that. And that might sound a bit dramatic, but when you're in it, and if you're in it now, then you will know that those thoughts are quite real. And I share that because if you are healing now, then it does take time but things can improve. And for me now, I'm just, I'm over six months since having my baby. I'm able to walk a good distance and I can walk without any issues, which is amazing. But as well as my episiotomy, as I said, I started to um, push myself. I started to walk some distance around six or seven weeks. Something else cropped up that is now still an issue in my life. And that is a prolapse. <laughs> a prolapse. I had never really, I had heard of a prolapse. I'd never really understood what it was fully until I saw my uh, women's health physio and we, it kind of unveiled as to what a prolapse was and the potential implications it can have going forward. A whistle stop tour. I feel like I know a lot about prolapses now of all different varieties, but mine's a sister seal. So a prolapse is where your pelvic organs shift from its, I suppose, normal position in your body. And for me, it's my bladder that has moved um, and it can change its position. And then depending on which organ that you're referring to, it can or cannot cause some symptoms in, in, uh, from birth, from postpartum. And I actually think that I exacerbated this issue because I didn't rest enough at the six week mark and it was around that time that this really started to show and it's something that I have that I may have to manage forever but it's something that has improved. Um, For me personally I feel quite heavy. Um, I feel I can feel quite heavy if I've done long walks or if I have done 
some vigorous exercise or it basically just feels uncomfortable in my vagina area and it has taken some time to get my head around because at the start I really catastrophized catastrophized it and I was looking on Google as to everything that I can do and all the potential remedies that can be done to try and help this issue. Now it is a very common thing for women to experience especially I think the sister seal is the most common one and many women have it have a prolapse but they don't actually realize they have it because they don't have symptoms but I do get symptoms and it is something that has improved over time but it is something that I am managing now and the thing that's helped improve it is actually to create some more strength around the area and what I mean by that is around my glutes uh, my leg muscles is to try and get all the muscles firing again because they had gone to sleep after having a baby because I was sat on my bum quite a lot feeding I wasn't moving as much as I was and it wasn't supporting my pelvic floor as much as it could do so that has improved it but it's still a work in progress but that came as quite a shock as well so if you have been given I suppose a diagnosis of a prolapse um, and you're in your early days or you're still navigating figuring out how that's you know how you're trying to look after yourself with a prolapse and I hope that offers some reassurance that it can improve as well the symptoms can be managed Um, and I would also highly recommend that you seek professional help and uh, the women's health physio who you know focus on postpartum um, specifically can be extremely helpful just to offer reassurance but also to do some work with you Um, especially internal work which might sound a bit horrifying but it isn't as bad as it sounds I promise to allow your body to heal in that respect and it's this prolapse that I am referred to that for me has been a little bit of a ball and chain and holding me back because since I found out that's what it was and the, the, the symptoms I was experiencing I have been using the words I can't very often if Tom suggested, so Tom's my husband, if he suggested do something, whether it's, I don't know, going for a long walk or he suggested or he, he knows that I have felt limited in what I can do physically with regards to exercise. But if he, if he suggested something, my first words would be, I can't do that. I can't do that. It's going to irritate my prolapse. And I have been saying those words, I can't, for many months. And in the early days, I genuinely couldn't do it because it was still very symptomatic. But now I've got to a point where it is manageable and I kind of understand my body better. And I've realised that I've been using the words I can't as almost an excuse because I've been scared. I've been scared to actually retry things I had done in the past and give them a go. And I'm now in a place where I'm able to give them a go but I just feel like, I I suppose I recoil because I feel like I could make the issue worse. And it's been holding me back. It's been holding my fitness back and also my joy as well. And as I mentioned at the start, words do matter. What we say to ourselves matter. What we say out loud matters. And if we're using the words I can't um, or I shouldn't, anything along those lines 
then we are expressing to the world that we are just not capable. When you probably are more capable than you realise. And I'm probably more capable than I realised. And I actually am. And I can give you a little example in the fact that about four months postpartum, I tried to sit on a new bike that my husband bought me for my birthday. But I've not been able to use it um, because I my birthday landed two days after my baby's birthday. So getting on a bike, as you can imagine, would be the last thing that you'd probably want to do after having a baby, especially two days after. <laughs> but I tried it for months and it really set my symptoms off um, with regards to my prolapse. So I acknowledged that I would leave that for a little bit longer. But ever since then, I have been very reluctant to get back on it because it left me quite uncomfortable. And I looked at the bike the other day and I thought, "Mm, I'm going to give it another go. So I sat on the bike and I did about 20 minutes cycling. Firstly, I realised how unfit I was. (laughs) It's the first bit of... um, I suppose, higher intensity cardio that I've done since having a baby and my cardiovascular system was struggling, just saying it. But I realised at the time that it actually felt quite good. And the day after, even though I did feel a little bit more symptomatic than normal, everything was still where it was, nothing had changed, nothing had got worse. And the symptoms that I experienced they eased off a lot quicker than the time before. So to me, that's a win. That's progress. It shows my body has healed more since last time. It shows that I'm stronger and I was able to ride a bike. And that felt so joyful because for me, that was one of the one of my go-to exercises before having a baby. And I have been saying I can't for a good couple of months. Even at the beginning of this year, I said I can't until I took a moment and thought, maybe I can. And if you've been saying I can't about something, if you have been putting something off because the conditions don't feel quite right or because you're scared, then I would encourage you to take a moment just to reflect on where you are now. Not where you were before, where are you now? Because you have probably come a long way since you first started saying, I can't. You're probably not the same person as you were then. Your body's probably stronger. And I would encourage you to think, what can I do? What can I do that's going to nurture my body, support my body and help me gain some confidence? Because how long do we say I can't for? How long do we keep the identity for? And how is that going to impact our lives long term? Now, if you are, if you've just had a baby, then I'm not saying get, you know, jump back on a bike. I'm not saying that at all. It might be for you that you simply step out into the garden, put your feet on the ground, look up at the daylight, have a moment to breathe and then go back inside. And it might be that in a week's time, you walk to the end of the street and back if that feels comfortable for you. And then you go a little bit further. You push yourself a little bit more each time if it feels right. But if you are months and months down the line, if your body feels quite strong, if you feel like your body has healed to a point where you can start moving it more, um, if mentally you feel like you've healed to the point where you can do something more, where you can 
get yourself out to that class or you know catch up with those friends that you might have been putting off then is there something that you can do to help move you forward at this point uh, because words do matter what we tell ourselves matter and it was a big realization for me especially um you know to realize that these words have been holding me back that i can do more than i than i uh, thought i could and it's been quite a boost and i share because i hope that if you have been saying that i can't or the time's not right or really it's just the case that you're scared then maybe this could be the little nudge that you need to help you move forward maybe you just need to put this podcast on before you go to the whatever it is you're trying to you know move forward into just to offer you a bit of reassurance that you can do it at least give it a try don't necessarily you know if you're going to jump on a bike let's use a bike as an example don't necessarily jump and go to a spin class so you're hell for leather just start small do five minutes do five minutes next time do six and then build up from there don't push yourself too much so that you actually cause yourself um you know it's not realistic it might actually cause you more harm than good start small and build up but I hope that is of help. Um, it was a realisation to me, and I'm really trying to be mindful with the words that I use now about what I can do. What can I do in the realms of where I, where my body are, is at postpartum? Um, because yes, I still have a prolapse. I've still got abdominal separation. I've still got a pouch because of my abdominal separation and that my core is very weak. So if you are in the similar boat, then um, I'm right there with you. Healing takes time. Growing a baby is incredible, but it's a lot on our bodies. And, um, you know, I'm six months now. I've only recently, in the last couple of months, really started to do exercise properly. And it's only in the last few weeks I've actually started to feel strong enough to integrate some, you know, proper weights and get back on the bike. But it does take time. Listen to your body listen to the words that you're saying to yourself or to others and see what can you do today, what can you do this week to help you move forward, help you get stronger uh, because you can do this and I'm right there with you. Please reach out if I can be of any help, um, if there's anything I can assist with. Obviously what I've shared is not medical advice so please do seek out help from a healthcare professional if you need it women's health physios are amazing postpartum i'd highly recommend what they call a mummy mot um, proactively just to see where your pelvic floor and core is at following the birth because often we can have things going on we don't actually realize and it can crop up later down the line um, so seek out your women's health physio or go to your gp if needed um, just get that support because if you look after your body now it can really put you in good stead as we move into our later years of life but feel free to reach out. You can reach me at the Mother's Village Social on Instagram. I hope you have a wonderful day. You've got this. You are strong. Your body is strong and it's healing. It does take time, but you will get there. And uh, I am your biggest cheerleader when it comes to you moving forward. I look forward to catching you on the next episode. <laughs>